0: Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 Pags. And now, it's Joe Pags.
1: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Appreciate you being here. Lots going on. Bottom of the hour will be a clinical psychologist, Dr. Katie Coleman, going to talk about the psychology of believing something that's so incredibly incorrect about Roe v. Wade. The psychology of people protesting and so gaslit that they want to chase Supreme Court justices out of their own homes. And then we'll get to the important stuff, Carrie. Yes. We're going to talk Johnny Depp and Amber Heard.
2: Oh, of course. Yes, that is the important stuff. We may
1: actually go to pooping on the bed.
2: Mm, Okay. uh, No matter
1: how mad you've ever been at 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 a boyfriend or something in your life, that was never a thought, right?
2: No. No. No, absolutely As you not. And she said, she's
1: a pretty little lady to him, like really?"
2: Yeah, it's um, it's weird. But sometimes have the, you seen part the dog. of it? I mean, you—it's easy to get. All of a sudden you look up and it's an hour later and you've been watching this, you know. Oh, no, 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 I can't do it
1: because I no. I would be that person. I would I can't I have not watched it. I've seen a couple of the reviews later, but no.
2: Mm, Crazy. Oh, it's on all
1: day in the house. Trust me. Gabby's watching. Jenny's watching. I'm not watching it because I will not stop. I'm not going to do it.
2: Yeah, it's easy to get fixated on that.
1: Very easy, and he's like nonchalant. Yeah, I was loaded up on these uh, uh, amphetamines, and I probably drank a bottle of wine. Make and then she threw the wine on my head and hit my my thumb. And yeah. then she uh, she pooped in the bed. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. cannot get enough of this thing.
2: I know. I know.
1: It's nice. nuts. All right, so we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that's happening in our society. Plus, it's Law Enforcement Week this week and what she's doing and where she's going. That'll be at the bottom of the hour, so make sure you stick around for that. We're going to get into the Roe v. Wade decision, and well, it's not even really a decision yet, the leak of the draft opinion, and what's happening with Supreme Court Justice Alito and others on your Monday. Uh-huh. Motown Monday, that is the aforementioned Carrie, that's Chocolate Voice. How you doing? Hello. Hello Making It Happen. Sam and the Hizzy. <laughs> Sam, I don't think I have it on this computer, but I can certainly put it there maybe tomorrow. You are the same person you were when you were two.
2: Listen, we're not
0: going there. <laughs> that okay. was so
1: great. Carrie, I found a picture in one of my mom's photo albums of Sam pouting and just making his face that Sam still makes to this day. Aww. And I said it to her, she was like, oh my God, why am I this person? <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. Sam, was that not quintessential Sam, honestly?
0: Yes, it was. I'm just a grump.
1: Well, and, then, and then there's another picture of her putting her fingers in her ears to not hear what I'm saying to her.
2: <laughs> well, we all like, wish we really? could do that sometimes, don't
1: we? Yes, yeah, well, you know, part of the job you actually have to listen to me for three hours a day. <laughs> Glad to have you here. Appreciate you stopping by. The left is purposely misrepresenting what Roe v. Wade is, what, what it did, and what the overturning of Roe v. Wade would be. I'll give you some fact. We'll give you some fact on this. Now, Sunny Hostin is a lawyer. She's also a host on The View, and she's either purposely getting it wrong to to mislead people, or she's ignorant of what it really stands for and what it means and she's giving really bad information. We'll get to that in a second. First, Carrie, if you don't mind, just give us the latest. you got these protesters chasing people out of their homes mm-hmm. and, and the freak out by the left. What, what do you have for me?
2: Uh, first, from the New York Post, pro-choice activists protested Saturday evening outside the homes of conservative Supreme Court Justices Brett Kavanaugh and John Roberts. Days after an unprecedented leak of a draft opinion revealed the country's highest court plans to overturn Roe v. Wade. About 100 demonstrators hoisting signs and chanting pro-choice slogans marched from Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house in Maryland to Chief Justice John Roberts' home nearby, Bloomberg reported. After returning to Kavanaugh's home, police instructed the group of protesters to disperse, according to the outlet. The time for civility is over, man. Protest organizer Lacey Wooten-Holway told Bloomberg, being polite doesn't get you anywhere. A video posted on Twitter showed a group gathered during the rainy, cool evening outside Robert's home, chanting, the whole world is watching and we will not go back, as well as my body, my choice on Kavanaugh Street. I was unclear if Kavanaugh or Roberts or their families were home during the protest, according to Bloomberg. The gathering outside Kavanaugh's home was met with disapproval by at least one person who passed by it, according to a report. That I don't agree with. The man said at the protest, according to the Washington Post, I think you vote and you expand the court. You don't go to a guy's house.
1: Oh, so the guy's all for expanding the court, but, he, but he's not okay with going to the house. Right. Um, let me give you what Sonny Hassan had to say. And again, she's one of the, the hosts of The View, you probably don't watch The View. People who listen to my show don't like The View. The View is not really The View. It's their view. But it's not necessarily true. Now, keep in mind, she is a lawyer, and she decided to come up with this. Let's turn the volume on. Here we go.
0: Outside of some of the justices' homes, and my understanding is that um, Justice Alito has had to go into hiding um, uh, because of this, um, you know, A draft opinion that was leaked and and while i think it is terrible that um a justice would have to go into hiding i think it is really clear to the justices now that as anna mentioned 64 to 66 percent of americans believe that the supreme court should uphold roe v wade right and so that being said um maybe these protests and maybe this outcry gives chief justice roberts some leverage for a more moderate Mm -hmm. approach uh, because we saw during the hearing that he was looking for a way, a moderate way, um, to handle this, this, uh, just this case.
1: No, we we didn't see that at all. Uh, she she's an idiot. She's not she's not a smart person, or she is a really really bad liar because what she's saying is just not true. First of all, um, and and let's really be honest about this, and let's not play games here. Let's really be honest and and go to the the numbers that she said first and foremost. And the reason I want to do that is because she's lying about the poll, even. She's she's lying about the poll. Just is. Sonny Hostin on The View said that 64 to 67% of Americans are for upholding Roe v. Wade. They might have said that because they don't know what Roe, uh, Roe v. Wade says. They don't know what it did. I'm betting... And I know this because polls have been done to this to this point as well, that it's more like seventy percent of Americans are not for Roe if they know what it does. And certainly, at least that that percentage of Americans don't want babies to be aborted after they're viable. What does that mean? It can live outside the womb even with some help of an incubator and whatever else. People don't want babies that could live outside the womb to be offed. Nobody on the left asks that question. They ask, "Hey, do you think they should over to Roe v. Wade?" That was the decision that gave women reproductive health rights. I mean, if you say it like that, I want women to have health rights. Of course I do. But I don't want them to be able to kill the, the the unborn offspring. I don't want that to happen. So that in and of itself was a lie. But you notice what she said. She said, it's horrible. I don't think protesters should go to the houses of the justices. It's horrible that somebody should be chased from their home because of their thoughts on a ruling. But, then there's a but. But no, you know, Roberts was looking for a way to be moderate. And yeah, you know, maybe this is gonna change his mind, and maybe this is gonna this, that, and the other. Now, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Roberts is not voting, according to the draft opinion, with the majority. I think he's the fourth one saying no to overturning Roe v. Wade. The opinion was written by Alito, then there's Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and Amy Coney Barrett. There are six conservative justices and Clarence Thomas. Those are the five. From everything I've read, those five are the ones saying that it's unconstitutional. And the other four, including Roberts, are saying that it is constitutional. So now that I've disabused Sonny Hostin, who probably didn't know that, John Roberts can't do anything to stop the other five from voting that way other than put leverage on them. And by the way, because of this leak that is illegal, this person should be in prison. Because of this leak, if I'm one of the five, I'm not changing my opinion. Screw you, you're not going to intimidate me and change my opinion. But let's take it to the next step. Roe v. Wade was a, listen, abortion doesn't appear in the Constitution. I've said this until I'm blue in the face. The way they made the decision, knowing that it wasn't in the Constitution, was by saying this is a violation of the Fifth Amendment rights and the Fourth Amendment rights, that I believe the Fifth Amendment was the focus, to not have to give up your privacy, although privacy is more of a, a Fourth Amendment right, Fifth was also involved. You don't have to give up your right to your own health care private decisions with your doctor to the government. The government can't regulate that. That's how abortion became part of this privacy case, where The government was trying to say, I think it was Texas, actually, was trying to say, you can't get an abortion because um, it's killing an unborn child. Well, this is my private decision with my doctor. Therefore, I can do it. It's unconstitutional for for you to tell me that that I can't. Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, I think there might have been another amendment involved, but I believe it was Fourth and Fifth, primarily. It was a really bad decision. It was a really bad decision. And by the way, if that decision held up, you can't have the government tell you to get a shot. You can't have the government tell you to wear a mask. If that's really what it is about privacy between you and your doctor. Of course, it wasn't. It was really about abortion. But then it was about viability. It should be early. It should be limited. It should be infrequent. None of those things happened. No, no, no. The left took it and ran with the ball. And they said, oh, let's abort as the baby's coming out. So let's be honest here. This is not a ruling that ever should have happened. I also like this ruse that the left is putting on that five men on the court. And again, I believe Roberts was voting with a minority. Five men on the court, so they're counting too many because it's really four, should not be deciding what a woman can do with her body. Well, the makeup of the the court in 1973 was seven men decided the fate of a woman's body in 1973. You're cool with that one. Those seven men said yes and two men said no, but you're not okay with the four men today saying no plus a woman makes it five and the other one saying yes. Listen, get your head out of your ass. Stop falling for this gaslighting that's happening. If Roe v. Wade goes away, and here's how I want to finish with this before we take a couple of calls, because there's no way that a Supreme Court justice should worry about his or her safety because of a ruling they're going to make. That's their job to make rulings. But let's let's put a, a bow on this sucker. If Roe v. Wade is overturned because it's unconstitutional, which it is, it doesn't make abortion illegal. It doesn't make abortion go away. It means the states who should have had it to begin with can decide. So if you live in Texas and you're hoping to have some abortions, you're not going to want to live in Texas because they're going to make it illegal. If you live in California, have all the abortions you want. It's legal. In New York, it's legal. In Georgia, it probably wouldn't be. This doesn't make it illegal. They're lying to you when they pretend like this overturns a woman's right to kill the unborn child. You can still kill the unborn child in plenty of states. Now, is that wrong? Of course it is. Do I like it? Nope. But it's a state's rights issue. It is not a federal issue. Period. End of story. This is not controversial. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here.
0: This is the Joe Pag Show.
2: can have a dream, dream. So
1: glad to have you. It's a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Glad to be back in the saddle today. 888-941-PAGS, 8 888 I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. You can't be okay with Supreme Court justices being chased from their homes. You can't be okay with that. That's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, I, I looked I looked into it. There are people who are against Roe v. Wade making it legal to get abortions across the country. But I don't have any record of any anybody chasing Supreme Court justices out of their homes. You know... You keep on hearing the left talk about how the right is somehow attacking our institutions. And by the way, I I hold firm that there was a large faction of the left on January 6th disrupting things because Joe Biden is the guy who benefited from what happened on January 6th. It wasn't Donald Trump. But having said that, if you want to talk about not attacking our institutions, the Supreme Court is the top of the judicial branch, a separate but equal branch of government. That is the supreme law of the land. Well, the Constitution is the supreme law of the land. Supreme Court is what takes that law and applies it to what they have in front of them. And if they decide their O v. Wade is not constitutional, which by the way, is not, then they're allowed to make that decision. And if you don't like it, push for legislation that would that would change the Constitution, amend the Constitution, push for push for a law through Congress that Biden would sign, and then it will be sued they'll be sued and they'll lose because it's not constitutional to say that you have to allow for abortions in all the states. The, the founding fathers would have put it in the Constitution that they thought it was something that should have been in there. It wasn't in there on purpose. And then, and then, Carrie, you see this one, some idiot woman holding a sign saying, I, 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 just, I, I can't wait for the day that women have the same rights as guns.
2: Like, really? Uh, yeah, I missed that one.
1: Come on, doofus. I mean, literally, firearms are mentioned in the Second Amendment. Or arms are. And a gun doesn't have any rights at all. <laughs> the person keeping and bearing it does, mm-hmm. but not the gun. It's just, it's just dumb. I mean, there's so much stupidity when it comes to just not being educated on the topic that you're speaking of. Carrie, if I were to go online right now, just wonder because I haven't checked online, this might not be the case. Mm-hmm. Can I find the Constitution online if I wanted to read it? Yes. Shut the face. Yes, it's true. You're telling me that if I want to read it, I can read it today. You can. Yep, absolutely. Let me ask you, this. this is more complicated. You might not know the answer to this one. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to read the Roe v. Wade decision in 1973, could I?
2: You could. What? Yeah. You stop on it. on the
1: internet. Yep. Stop it. No, I will not. Nope. If I wanted to read the leaked draft opinion from last week, could I? Yes. What? hmm So what you're saying is the information is all available. That is correct. And those who are screaming from the highest mountain with their megaphones is it a good assumption that they haven't read any of those things?
2: I'm going to say yes. It's a very good assumption.
1: I mean, they told people to go and protest. They told people they're going to take away your reproductive rights. They told people they're going to take away your health care rights. They told people they're going to be dead women in bathrooms that you're stepping over because they're self-aborting. Well, none of that's true. And here we are. And there are people listening to me right now who think I'm making it up. Yep. Well, yep. guess what? I'm not. Am I making it up, Carrie? No, you're not. Wow. Oh, by the way, did you see that uh, when I upload something on Rumble, because it's still fledgling, it's still learning, it's still, you're, you're getting the the people to start bringing some traffic there. I, I'll get 5,000 views. If it's a big interview like Megyn Kelly had 35,000 views. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Florida, and I check out, just wanted to check out Rumble to see how how my videos are doing. The Greg Abbott interview from last week, the Governor Abbott from Texas yeah. interview last week, has like 160,000 views. Oh, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Hmm. So I, I put it in the old Google machine, and it turns out ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, everybody picked it up. Really? And um, why did they pick it up? Well, all the left-wing outlets picked it up because they say Greg Abbott doesn't want to give an education to illegal immigrant kids. And they use my interview because I asked that question. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, I'm a taxpayer in Texas. My property tax is going through the roof. And we're building portables and extra classes for these uh, these illegal alien kids. And why should I have to foot that bill? And his answer was that the federal government should foot that bill. But because of Plyer versus Doe, the federal government doesn't have to foot the bill. The Supreme Court ruled that the states have to pay for it, which means that you and I care because we live in Texas, mm-hmm. have to pay for yep. it. He never said he doesn't want to teach them anything. He said he wants to revisit that ruling, wants to revisit that ruling. That's it. And I only brought it up because it's a magnet for those bringing kids here illegally. If you can get a free education and free lunch and free dinner and free breakfast and and a free card and a free cell phone, you're adding to the magnets that pull people here illegally. It was a valid question that they completely misconstrued. And every time some left-wing organization mentioned it, including Media Matters who attacked the interview, they called me either a right-wing or a conservative talk show host. Because that's pejorative somehow. hmm no, I'm a talk That's show right. host who happens to be a conservative. We do a lot more than just conservative politics. Uh, let me go very quickly. Let me say hello to uh, John in Las Vegas. John, about a minute. Let's go. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? Living the dream, man. Uh, the question that journalism sh- journalists should be asking is, from the time of
2: conception to the time the baby goes through the birth canal, where are you okay with it to be aborted? And if you can get those people to say it out loud to where the viewers can hear it, most of those people are going to say up until the time of birth, because right. you and I both know that some of our leading officials believe that. Yeah. If you can get people to hear that and hear, hear it verbalized, I think it will make an impact, because a lot of Americans are okay with up to 16 weeks or so, but you got Pelosi and Schumer who are okay with it up to the time of birth, and if you and can so get is them verbalize yeah. it, it would,
1: it would make an impact. No, I, I agree with you, but John, you know the reason why they're not asking the question, right? Well, yes, because the journalists they don't agree have with them. The guts to ask. No, any no, no, questions. it's not about guts. The journalists agree with abortion. So they're not going to expose, you know, the fallacy of abortion. John, I appreciate you very good question. Hillary Clinton also believes in partial birth. the baby's coming out. Just kill it. Now, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I mean, that's that's nuts. All right, when we come back it's going to be Dr. Katie Coleman about this ruling, about gaslighting, about Amber and Johnny. Keep it here.
0: The Joe Pag Show.
1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have this young lady on. She's a clinical psychologist, Dr. Katherine Kuhlman. Katie, how are you? Good to see you.
3: I am fabulous today, Joe. How
1: are you? Oh, you are fabulous. I agree with you, but it's kind of conceited. I mean to say that you're can you say you're fabulous? Psychoanalyze what you just said about yourself, Katie. Is that okay, really?
3: <laughs> I certainly feel fabulous today. well then,
1: then in fact, you can say week. it It is a good week, and we'll get into why it's a good week. uh It's an interesting week as well news wise you know me I've got to be into the the news at all times got to be up on exactly what's happening, whatever the hubbub is, whether it be Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, which we'll get into in this interview uh or the the roe v Wade alleged decision. It's not really a decision. It was an opinion that was leaked um, and it was a draft opinion that's not even a done deal. But I want to get into that if you don't mind because everybody but everybody seems to be lying about it. Those who are making the biggest noise and those of us who understand what Roe v. Wade did in 1973, um, we know that this would not make abortion illegal if this draft opinion becomes the actual opinion. So let's start with this. The gaslighting that we're getting from some people in this country is that what are they saying, five men on the Supreme Court should not be deciding about women's rights when it comes to reproductive health, they call it, they call it health care. When if you just go to 1973, it was seven men that decided Roe v. Wade would would make abortion legal. So Katie, in a topic like this that's so divisive, and you know that they're lying about it, and maybe people think I'm lying about it too, so maybe the left looks at me and says he's lying too. How do you get the real story out there? How do you get the real truth out there? And and those who are ingesting and consuming what I do and what you do when you make TV appearances, who should they believe?
3: Well, they should obviously believe you and I. And I don't know that there's anybody else to believe. <laughs> exactly uh, right. You know, silly question, Joe. But I, but I think... <laughs> Here's the thing is that people really need to read into to the facts of what they're of what they're looking at. And we've seen this so many times. I mean, this is a very typical tactic that the left uses is they have an ideology and they kick and they scream and they shout out disinformation. And then it becomes this group thing. They get everybody kind of on their team and the people who join the team have no idea what they're rooting against. right? Um, and, it, and so it just they don't they, they have no clue. They I want to ask all of these people, have they actually read the Supreme Court decision? Have they read Roe v. Wade? Have they read the leak? And unless they're saying yes to both of those, then their opinion means absolutely nothing to me.
1: And I agree with you, but, but you and I are analytical. We'll find out the truth. You've read Roe v. Wade. I've read Roe v. Wade. I know exactly what it says, what they found. It was really a privacy case and that the government has no say in a woman's health care. And then they made it about abortion, but only if the baby isn't viable, which nobody seems to understand. And it also never meant partial birth abortion. And, And even after like 20 weeks and the state still had the right to regulate even after the ruling happened. If Roe v. Wade goes away, which it probably will, looks like it's going to, it doesn't make abortion illegal. Like in California, it's legal. In New York, it's legal. They're protesting in those states as if it'll be illegal. Where I am in Texas, it would be illegal. So it would still be available, but states get to decide it. The fact that they didn't know that Really bothers me because now they're also breaking, they're violating the First Amendment by not just protesting, they're blocking roads. That's against the law. They're threatening US justices from the Supreme Court. That's against the law in every state of the Union. So when you've got this psychology in your mind, this psychosis, I'll call it mass formation psychosis, and you believe any garbage somebody's saying to you because you were taught to believe it. How do you deprogram somebody because again, you and I are right. we've read it. we know what it actually says. We can opine about it factually. so how do you convince somebody who is so far gone in the weeds that they really think this is going to make women get abortions in the dark alley with a with a coat hanger
3: so if I had somebody in my office um, that you know was kind of recognizing that this was bringing some emotional turmoil to them i would use what we call in our field cognitive behavioral therapy or cognitive behavioral techniques where basically you know you're saying okay i have this feeling and this feeling is that i'm enraged i'm enraged because i believe abortion is going to be illegal and roe v wade is going to be completely overturned and no one's ever going to get abortion again and what i would say to that person is okay is that black and white thinking? Are you catastrophizing? Are you generalizing? Right. You know, what kind of distorted thinking are you engaging in? And what's the evidence for what you feel and what you're thinking and what you believe to be true? And what's the evidence against it? And then once you have those two columns, you compare and contrast and you kind of come to a realization. And so what that means for that person is they're going to actually read the, the court decisions, both of them, and they're right. going to come to terms and they're going to read it as an attorney would, and then they'll learn the truth. Um, And they'll realize, okay, I'm feeding off of what my sister is saying. I'm feeding off of what CNN and MSNBC is telling me. Um, and I'm not, I need to step back and make a decision based on my own research.
1: And that's great advice, but they're never going to read it. And, and here's why I say that it's uh, Dr. Catherine Kuhlman, by the way, go to drcoolman.com. Dr. Kuhlman is K-U-H-L-M-A-N. Uh, I just saw a piece of video that I actually did a TikTok on uh, with Sunny Hostin, one of the hosts from The View. She's a very smart lady. She's a lawyer. She's still got her law degree. Some people think that, that she does and she does. And what she said was. Um, it's not okay to surround like Sam Alito's house and make he and his wife go and hide and find an undisclosed location, but there might be like a light at the end of the tunnel because this might force John Roberts, the Chief Justice, to change his mind about what this ruling should be. First of all, I think the ruling was was 5-4 in this draft opinion. John Roberts already was on the left. He already disagreed with it. So he can't change what the other five are doing. But the second thing that's really important here is that she's justifying or rationalizing The violation of of law, federal law, by intimidating a judge, by saying we still might get the the good ends that we want, doesn't matter what the means are. And then she said something like 64 or 67% of Americans don't want Roe v. Wade overturned. Katie, that's a lie. The question they're asking them is, should a woman have the right to make a decision about her body? 67% of people say, well, of course she does. But if you say, does she have the right to kill a baby in the third trimester or a baby that could viably live outside of the womb? The vast majority of Americans are against abortion in those, in those instances. So she's lying as well, but she's very authoritative. She is a lawyer. She's very well-educated. And what she said seems to make sense. You and I, however, know it's not true. What do you do with that? I mean, it would take two hours per person to convince them that Sunny that Sonny Hostin is lying. And she knows that she's lying. She's not ignorant. She knows that she is.
3: Well, you know, you're right. Unfortunately, it's not like we can sit every single person down and, and work through it with them. It really takes people that have credibility like Sonny to to admit you know what is going through their minds and admit that they're wrong unfortunately that just doesn't happen a lot because people have egos and they want to save face yeah um, and so it really takes the rest of Americans to, to do this work on their own and not always listen to the talking heads
1: it's hard because you and I are talking heads to them as well, and we know that we're telling the truth. It's Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Go to drkuhlman.com, D-R-K-U-H-L-M-A-N.com. Very interesting to me, because there's got to be some sort of... I want, I'm going to make an assumption that I can't make. Let me ask you, because you're the, you're the psychologist. Is there some psychology to the fact that human beings don't really care what the means are on one on one of the political sides at least i believe this i'm sure it works on the right a little bit this way but i think that we're more factual and more analytical on the right but they don't care the are as long as it gets to what they find to be the proper end is there a psychology to that where you can sort of rationalize any bad behavior that, that you want as long as at the end of the day you get what you want
3: Oh, yeah. And we call this term extreme overvalued beliefs, okay. which basically means a person has a belief system and they are dead set. It's very similar to to ideology. And if we're going to be a little bit extreme here, I mean, that's that's how terrorism happens is right. terrorists have a very particular ideology and they, they they want to make sure that destruction is caused and, and their message gets across. And it doesn't matter how that's done. Um, and this, it's very similar. And, and to be honest, people on both the left and the right engage in similar tactics. and. And have extreme overvalued beliefs, but this is one that's very near and dear to the left um, is Roe v. Wade. And so they will shout disinformation. They will attempt to intimidate judges, which is absolutely horrendous. As you mentioned, they will protest um, and to try to get what they want, but this backfires. I mean, take a look back a couple of years ago, just a few summers ago, when when there was all of the protests after George Floyd, for example, and so many cities decide they succumbed to protesters. They didn't look at any of the science, they didn't look at any of the literature, and they didn't look at the law, and they decided right. to, to to reduce funding. And now look at them; they're begging for more cops on their streets, and they're saying, "Oh, that was a bad idea." um So that's really what people need to be looking at is like, okay, we need to we need to take a step back here and. Um, you know, be a little bit more flexible and realize that there's a little bit of gray area not to be so black and white all the time.
1: It's uh, Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Go to drkuhlman.com. I always appreciate your insight. One last thing on this. And then I want to move to the really important story, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Um, But but when it comes to the left versus right stuff, you're right. The right has done it. But I also feel like the right thinks to itself, there's still a protocol. There's still a, a standard operating procedure, whereas the left will circle the wagons and they don't care. That's it, I'm gonna support this person. Eric Swalwell was dating a a Chinese spy for five years, he's still on these high-level committees. Adam Schiff lied about Russia collusion for years, he's still on high-level committees. Nadler changed his mind about impeachment when it came to Bill Clinton, impeachment is wrong, Donald Trump lets impeach his ass, and and he's still uh, uh, the chairman of some of these committees. The left appears to me, the political left, and the liberal wing of our country, they'll circle the wagons and support their people to the bitter end. Whereas the right seems to give in and they say it's out of being cordial or out of protocol or standard operating procedure. Um, Is there a psychological difference in how people react? And some say, I got to keep it above board. I mean, we, we don't agree with them on this topic, but we still like them as humans. Whereas the left says, screw you. I don't care if you die a bitter death as long as we get what we want.
3: I think it ultimately comes down to, I mean, the left and the right are two very different parties. You know, I've always seen the left as somebody that very much relies on government and very much relies on other people to make sure needs are met. And so I think that's why you see people saying, well, we need to make sure this happens so that needs get met. Whereas I feel like the right says, OK, maybe there's a problem here, but I'm going to take it upon myself to solve my problems yeah. or I'm going to help out my neighbor rather than assuming that the government pays for everything or the government takes care of them. And I think that because we have such fundamental different perspectives when it comes to looking at life in those ways, it makes the way that we respond to these overvalued belief systems and these attempts at making change, you know, on a larger scale so much different.
1: Dr. Catherine Coleman, I get to call her Katie. Um, is on the program drcoolman.com let's talk about about johnny Depp and amber heard um i got to tell you something they're both very good actors we're finding that out in, in earnest in, in this trial um my wife is watching it every day and then at the end of the day wants a recap of what she's already watched some of my daughters i've got five are watching it as well i've watched some of it and i was very impressed by some of his little snotty answers to the lawyers and it's really really intriguing television katie why do we care so much why are we so intrigued by this
3: it's so fascinating to watch. Well, usually trials are very boring to watch. And right. so I think this one is actually interesting, but think about it this way. You know, we look at celebrities, a lot of people idolize them. They idealize them. We see them as rich and famous and, you know, they must have these amazing, perfect lives. And so when we get to, you know, peel back the curtain a little bit and see what actually goes on behind closed doors, you know, and this is not just, you know, TMZ following people around. This is, you know, really just the, the dark crevices of their relationship and, and, really horrible things that have come out. And when we get to see that we think, okay, um, you know, maybe not everybody's perfect. Everybody's got a little bit of crazy in them, you know, and you're probably familiar with the German, the German term, um, schadenfreude, yes. which is basically like, you know, it's not that we derive pleasure over somebody's you know, discontent or, um, you know, bad life. It's, but it it does make us feel a little bit better. You know, like we can look at the, at the end of the day, like if we wake up and nobody has pooped in our bed, we can say, (laughs) okay, it was a pretty good day. (laughs)
1: That's actually true. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's so sorted and it's so nuts. He's like, well, yeah, I was really high on this illicit drug or I was really, really drunk. And here I'm not sleeping. I'm passed out. Um, and then she, you know, then you get she's pooping in the bed. Um, but they're also beautiful people. They're the beautiful people that are living beautiful fantasy lives. Do we derive some sense of pleasure out of seeing them as not only regular people, but they've got real problems, too?
3: Oh, yeah. It, 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 oftentimes it probably makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves because, right. you know, I want to be rich and famous, right? I, I would love to have all of that money. But when I look at that, I'm thinking, well, maybe that doesn't solve every problem. Right. And it's a good reminder, I think, to the world. Um, and then I think about like, I love trashy reality tv it's the way that i unwind (laughs) at the end of the day it makes me feel really good about my life decisions and i think that we're watching this johnny Depp trial we're thinking okay i think i'm doing okay we've made good decisions for myself
1: is there anything to the psychology of him trying this case now in virginia where i guess the washington post is and that's why he's doing because she she did that op-ed or whatever um but he lost something in england where he tried to go after her there but now in this one, they're so well-prepared. It makes her look like she's not only not the victim, she's the aggressor, and he was the poor victim. Now she's on the stand, and we'll see where they go with that. But um, is there something to him going back at her? Do you think, uh, and, and maybe you don't want to comment because it's a legal question, but do you think that he's doing it to really get his livelihood back, or is he doing it to save face because he took such a beating and lost so much when she did the op-ed and he lost in England or wherever he did it the first time?
3: I think we could, you know, hypothesize about the many reasons he did this. You know, yeah. I the easy answer is that he wants to clear his name, you know, but you're right. I mean, maybe he's doing this because um, it's to save face yeah. and he wants, you know, the he doesn't want to be looked at in this negative light. Um, maybe it's an ego thing. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, if, if what she's saying is true and he was abusive, um, typically abusers are narcissists. And this was, would be a huge narcissistic injury to him, and it's a way
1: to get back at her.
3: You know, I don't know that that's the story that I'm personally buying, having, having watched the trial yeah. and listening to a lot of the testimony, but, you know, it could go any way.
1: Well, in watching it with your expertise and your education, do you, can you tell – If somebody's making it up, look, he's really believable. But again, I thought he was Donny Brasco. I thought that he was Captain Jack. So he's really believable in just about anything he does. Does this appear to really to you? Does this appear to be the real guy, Johnny Depp, and he's believable or not?
3: I want it to be. Um, I I like him. Like if you were to say, are you team Johnny? Are you are you team Amber? Right now, right now, I'm team Johnny. I think I think almost
1: everybody is. To be honest.
3: Yeah. And and we'll see, you know, she's still she's still going to be on the stand for quite a bit longer and and maybe that will change. Um, So so who knows? But. Um, it's difficult to tell because, of course, as you mentioned, these are two very good actors. Right. That doesn't mean they're acting all the time, but it certainly means that they can flip that switch and they can act the way that they need to act on the stand. And the way that Johnny has really you know, presented himself has been uh, well thought out. He's been very personable and likable with the way that he's kind of snapped back at some of the attorneys and right. the little jokes that he makes. But it's not over the top. It's not disrespectful. Right. It's just kind of funny. So we like that. Um, and then on the contrary, we see Amber Heard as this like overly emotional, really kind of sensitive. She can't, it's difficult for her to find her words. Sometimes right. her stories don't always match up. And so then we don't like that as humans. So, you know, it, who knows, but it's it's, This will be a movie one day,
1: and I can't wait to watch it. Oh yeah, and what would be funny is if they both started it. It is, uh, (laughs) it's it's Katie Kuhlman, Dr. Katie Kuhlman, go to k u h l m a n. K-U-H-L-M-A-N.com. You'll see her on on network television all over the place. She's doing a great job in that aspect. It's always interesting to me to, to find out the inner workings of the, or the mechanics of the human brain, what draws our attention and what doesn't. Sometimes you think this is definitely gonna be huge, and nobody watches it, and other times, oh, Johnny Depp is suing her again, and everybody can't get enough of this thing. It's very interesting. Katie, thanks for, thanks for going there uh, to the entertainment side and not always the hard news stuff. And also explaining you know, how people react to a decision like Roe v. Wade and that leak and the protests. Uh, I know that you're traveling soon. Police week. It's law enforcement week, right?
3: This week is National Police Week in Washington, D.C. So we will be honoring um, all of the officers who were killed in the line of duty really over the past two years because last week it was skipped due to COVID. So it's going to be a huge, um, a, a huge number of people there, departments all across the country, thousands and thousands of people. And so. So, yeah, say a prayer for everybody that's making the the trip to D.C. this week and the families that continue to grieve.
1: And and God bless you for your work with first responders. Come back soon. We have her on at least once a month and even more if something breaks. It's Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Katie, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Have a great one, Joe. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Pike Show.
1: Glad to have you here. I appreciate you. Katie Kuhlman, awfully good. Love having her on. She anal- uh, analyzes things so much better than I ever could. The inner workings of the brain, what gaslighting really does, why people believe things that, that aren't true. And we had to go, we had to go Johnny and Amber. You know that was gonna happen. Another big hour coming your way. Keep it here. The Joe Pag Show.
0: This is the
2: Joe Pag Show.